just want to start by saying, yes, I have taken some time off. And the reason for that, there's a lot of them, but one of the main reasons was I wanted to, to allow all that is going on to kind of play out before I came out and started ranting about it. And uh, now I'm ready to rant. Uh, this video, again, is one that you will want to get out there and to share with other people. Send it to everybody, people that agree with you, people that don't agree with you, only because there's a lot of people out there that are so misinformed about what's going on. And I think this video is really, really going to help you uh, clear up a lot of that stuff, especially when it comes to uh, all the talk that's out there about the election and what went down. All right. Let me start by saying this, because I'm going to say it a lot. Any reasonable thinking person knows something's not right with the election. There have been not a few, but thousands of people. Now, listen, not just one or two, not three or four. Thousands of people have signed and come forward and signed sworn affidavits attesting to fraud that they personally saw with their own eyes. Again, this is not 15 or 20 people. These are thousands of people who actually saw fraud happening, okay? Every one of them is subject to jail time if they're caught lying. A few people, okay, coming forward, maybe things aren't right. But when thousands of people come forward, come on, man. We know, you know, any reasonable thinking person knows for sure a ton of fraud took place in this election. Now, I want to give credit to Epic Times for a lot of what I'm going to talk about today. And we're going to start it off with talking about mail-in ballots. A while back, I put out a uh, podcast or an episode on mail-in ballots. And I just want you to know, I was an amateur in thinking of all the things that could go wrong when it came into mail, came to mail-in ballots. I thought I covered it uh, pretty, pretty good. But now that we know what happened with mail-in ballots, man, I was an amateur. I had no idea how much fraud could take place with mail-in ballots. It was far worse than I could possibly imagine. Let's start with what is being called universal mail-in ballots. Using the coronavirus as, it, as their excuse, many of the states adopted mail-in ballots for this election. Prior to this year, a voter would have to request an absentee ballot and get a witness to verify their identity to be able to vote by mail. That's how people voted by mail in the past. It was called an absentee ballot, okay? But this year, nine states and the District of Columbia mailed out ballots. Okay, now, a, bu a bunch of people mailed them out, but nine states mailed out ballots to every single person on their voter roll, while others suspended the witness requirement. Suspended the witness requirement. Wasn't required. Sending to Everybody on your voter roll. Everybody knows that voting rolls are not up to date. Nobody knows for sure. So now we have literally millions of mail-in ballots out there going to literally nowhere. Any reasonable person can see the problems that will arise. And boy, did they ever arise. The fix was in. Especially when you listen carefully. And zero Democrats, not one was complaining or even worried about it prior to the election, and certainly after the election, they're very silent. They know, you know, everything about you knows. Your instincts tell you this thing stinks to high heaven. Two, they eased the mail-in restrictions. Okay, they had restrictions on mail-in ballots, and they eased those. Many of the progressive groups, 
Okay. And now when I say progressive groups, by the way, I want you to make sure you understand I'm talking about, you can replace the word progressive with Marxist, socialist, communist, godless, etc. You get it. Okay. Crazy is another good word I like to throw in there when we're talking about these people. All right. Anyway, these groups sued, a bunch of progressive uh, groups sued to ease the security features for mail-in ballots like signatures and witness requirements. And in some cases, they sued to allow ballots to arrive after the election. Election's over, ballots can still arrive. Oh, no problem with that. And they sued to have that done. Again, any reasonable person can see the problems with this. And again, not one Democrat complained. Do you understand that Republicans could have been doing all this? The Democrats weren't concerned? Ah, why was that? It's because the fix was in. They knew, they had a plan that they were going to execute if they needed to, and boy, did they ever need to. Three, poll watchers were obstructed. Poll watchers in many of the battleground states, especially in places like Pennsylvania and Michigan, were not even allowed to observe the ballot counting. In some cases, they were told to stand back so far they could not see the ballot. Some were forced to stand outside. Some actually had to bring binoculars with them to try to see the ballot. They were so far away. And, of course, they used COVID and, and, and the virus as the reason, and they had all these different things going on, all part of the fix. Any reasonable person knows that you cannot be a poll watcher if you're not allowed to actually watch and see the specifics of every ballot. Again, zero Democrats complained. The fix was in. Electronic voting systems, voting machines which rely on outdated technology, are vulnerable to hacking. Two of the main companies, Dominion and Election System Software, they rely, number one, on Chinese parts, making them especially vulnerable. Another company, Smartmatic, has questionable foreign ties, including to Venezuela. Any reasonable person can see the problems with this. Again, zero Democrats have expressed concern. The fix was in. Potential foreign influence. The Chinese Communist Party, everybody, listen, has a lot to gain from a Biden presidency. Its leader, Xi Jinping, has a close relationship with Biden. Anybody who's been paying attention knows that Biden is compromised because of his son, Hunter, and all of the deals and millions and millions of dollars that have been passed from these foreign entities to Hunter Biden. All of that's going to come out eventually. But for right now, any normal, reasonable thinking person realizes that's a huge problem to have who could be the president of the United States having all these deals going on in foreign countries. And again, proof will be coming out on that. Okay. Now, why is it taking so long? Of course it's taking long because the mainstream media and big tech refuse to allow it to come out. Because when it does come out, they simply censor it. Did I say that? Censor it. In the United States of America, freedom of ideas, freedom to say what you want, like it or not, their opinion or not, is being censored. Any reasonable person can see the conflicts. What they're relying on is low-information voters who are busy running and doing their lives to just listen to what they're being, what's being heard on mainstream media, and as a result of that, go and vote. 
based on pressure from friends, what people are saying, but not having any real idea. In fact, I have never, never spoken to one person who voted for President Biden who can answer some basic questions that I ask them about what's really going on. They have no clue. Why? All their information is coming from the same source. We are living in a weird place right now, everybody, and you better be aware of it because the information you're getting is inaccurate. It is not true. There is a huge agenda behind all of it, and you must pay attention. The next thing I want to talk about is media, big tech, academia, and Democrats. All of those groups, the media, the tech companies, academia, all the professors in colleges and high schools and even elementary schools and the entire Democrat Party, you must understand they are all on the same team. They're wearing the same jersey. They're working together to accomplish their goals. Okay, They were all quick. Every one of them were very quick to call Joe Biden president-elect. You guys understand that's not true? He's never been elected president. It's not true. This election is being contested. There's several states, tons of them, that are so close. He's not the president-elect. They can say it over and over and over and over again if they want to. It's not true. Just because they refuse to cover it doesn't make it true. Big Tech censored the president of the United States. Do you guys realize what's going on right now? In the United States of America, the president is being censored by Big Tech. I want you to think about that for a moment. Any reasonable person knows that's a huge problem. If you're a reasonable thinking person, when the president of the United States, oh, and the fourth largest newspaper in the United States gets censored as well, guess what? Zero Democrats complained. Why? Because the chips are falling on their side for now. All right, next, four years of campaigning against Trump. For four years, from the, from the time he walked down the elevator, Biden had the nerve, actually this past week, to ask Republicans to come aboard and work with him. Okay? Kind of put aside differences. Let's work together. Really? Biden? For, for real? For four years, Trump has had to deal with an all-out, never-ending assault on his presidency. One thing after the other. False Russia collusion, hoax, to the sham impeachment he went through. It never ended. Listen carefully, you guys. Listen carefully. The patriots in this country are never, ever going to accept a Biden presidency. Why? Because it did not happen. He did not get elected president. In fact, President Trump won the election, and it was not even close, which is why they had to stop counting and start their plan B, okay, bring in all these fake ballots, et cetera. The fix was in for quite a while now. They knew what they had to do. Biden did not win. Any reasonable thinking person knows that, including many of you who are staying silent. Yes, you're staying silent. You're hoping that the clock will run out and we'll be able to elect and, 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 and on January 20th make Joe Biden the president. You're just hoping and wishing Now, I didn't say praying for a reason. And the reason I didn't say you're praying because I don't believe you really pray, okay? Because godless people don't have anybody to pray to because they are their own God. So unless you're praying to yourself. Yes, when you don't answer to a higher power, that's when everything breaks down. 
by the way, the patriots in this country, we will take back our country. and We will not allow these Marxist, socialist, communists to take over. It's not going to happen. Okay? There's a lot of really, really not so nice things that will happen, I guarantee you, before we'll ever allow that to occur. Let's get into more detail on this fraud thing, though. In Georgia, a poll watcher with 20 years of experience, 20 years of experience, signed a sworn affidavit affidavit that pristine batches of ballots were perfectly uniform markings on them. What does that mean? It means that every one of those little circles that you have to fill in were perfectly filled in. 98% of them were votes for Biden. Hmm. And what does a pristine ballot mean? It means it's a mail-in ballot, which means it came in an envelope. And all of these ballots all have to be folded over to fit into an envelope. None of them had creases in them. None of them had folds in them. These were ballots that were, who knows, duplicated in some way, found. They were pristine ballots. Every one of them perfectly filled in. Any reasonable thinking person knows that is not right. Again, zero Democrats complained. The fix was in. Perfect black bubbles. Several poll workers in Georgia signed sworn affidavits that said this. During the recount, they saw thousands of ballots with, here's what they said, unusually uniform candidates being filled out with perfect black bubbles on them. All for Biden and the Democrats down ballot. I guess people are now filling their ballots out so perfectly in Georgia with the circle. Listen, everybody knows that somebody's going to actually, you know, put a marking outside the circle a little bit. No, not in Georgia. They were so careful to make sure these counted so perfectly that those circles were perfectly filled in. No markings outside the circle. None were for, for Republicans. One poll worker said in a sworn affidavit that Biden's name, listen to this, was called out 500 times in a row with zero votes for Trump. Any reasonable person knows that is a statistical impossibility to have zero Trump votes in a row. All of these, by the way, of course, as you know, are happening in Democrat-run cities. Zero complaints from the Democrats. Listen, the fix is in, okay? And by the way, the main reason for this video is for all those people out there that say, there's no proof there was election fraud. I'm giving it to you. This is what the courts and ultimately the Supreme Court, because unfortunately, most of the courts in these Democrat-run cities have Democrat judges who are crooked. They're crooked. They can't see the truth or don't want to see the truth. So they're willing to allow the Supreme Court ultimately to have to fix all this. Now, any reasonable person knows that it takes time to develop these cases and to bring them before all the different courts. There's thousands and thousands of affidavits of people, again, who swore to what they saw and what they observed on election night and the days following. And as a result... It takes time to put these cases together and get them through the court system. Here's another one. No signature verification. Can you imagine that these ballots come in and nobody verifies the signature and whether it's right or not? In Michigan and Georgia, under sworn affidavit, not one effort was made to verify signatures on envelopes and mail-in ballots. Nobody 
verified the signatures. You all realize that anybody could have just voted, wrote down anything they wanted as a signature, because it didn't matter, because they knew that nobody was going to verify signatures. If accuracy is the goal and election integrity is the goal, why would you not verify signatures? This is common sense. In Detroit, a poll worker, again, under sworn affidavit, said that she was told not to ask. She was told by the people, don't ask for ID when voters arrive to vote in person. Don't ask for ID? Yes, any reasonable thinking person knows the fix is in. Don't ask for ID. When they did not expect, here's what they didn't expect, and that's, this is what's happening. Patriots all over the United States rose up and started signing sworn affidavits against this fix. Thousands who have experienced death threats, threats of harm to their families, to themselves. Several had to have moved from one city to another, and in some cases, other states to be safe during this time. No reasonable thinking person believes this election was executed correctly or honestly. Where are all the honest Democrats? Or is that an oxymoron? Honest Democrats. Do they exist at all? Here's another one. Tens of thousands of ballots arrive overnight. In Wayne County, Michigan, a poll worker under sworn affidavit said that tens of thousands of unsealed, unsecured ballots arrived at 4.30 in the morning after the election in vehicles with out-of-state license plates. <laughs> One poll worker said that every ballot was cast for Joe Biden. All of them. Wait, 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 wait. All these ballots arrive in the middle of the night at 4.30 in the morning? In vehicles with out-of-state license plates? A guy drove a truck from Pennsylvania to New York loaded with ballots? Came forward as a patriot saying something's not right here? Then his truck was stolen in the middle of the night? You don't know what happened to it? Any reasonable thinking person knows this is not a statistical possibility. This cannot happen. A, para, a, a proper forensic audit will reveal the truth. Not just recounting the ballots that were false to start with. You need a forensic audit where you go in and you verify signatures. Oh, they brought in the shredding machines. And started shredding all the envelopes and even some of the ballots. Major felony, which is why the Supreme Court's going to step in, in time. By the way, we call this evidence to all of you that say there's no evidence. This is the evidence. Ballots were counted multiple times. Here's another one. Under sworn affidavit, seven witnesses in Michigan say they, they saw the same exact ballots being run through the machines multiple times. Hmm. Why don't we just count this batch of ballots and keep counting them and keep counting them over and over again? A Republican challenger saw a stack of 27 ballots with the ballot number. The ballot number was covered up with tape. And those ballots were being run through a tabulator on five separate occasions. Huh? Maybe if we cover up the number, they'll keep going through. Any reasonable thinking person knows that's fraud. How about the backdating of ballots? Under sworn affidavit, a city uh, worker in Detroit said she was instructed to backdate mail-in ballots and not to look for any deficiencies in the ballot. Don't look for deficiencies, and we want you to backdate when they came in. In Pennsylvania, an analysis of the voter database showed that more than 51,000 ballots were marked as returned just one day after they were sent out. 
35,000 were returned the same day they were sent out, and 23,000 ballots were returned earlier. Listen now, they were earlier than when they were sent out. Now, I have to apologize to the United States Postal Service because for them to be able to actually send out ballots, and one day later, 51,000 of them got returned back to them, wow, that is amazing. Oh, and another 35,000 were returned to them the same day they were sent out. So they sent them out on a Tuesday, and by Tuesday afternoon, those 35,000 ballots were returned, filled out, perfectly ready to go to be tabulated. But the real good one is that 23,000 ballots were actually returned back to the United States Postal Service. They were returned prior to when the computer shows they were sent. This is what we call fraud, folks, okay? All the criticism I've had of the United States Postal Service all these years, I can't believe it. These guys are so good. They can actually get stuff returned back to them before they actually send it out. Amazing. No reasonable thinking person believes ballots can be returned in one day, the same day, or definitely not before they were sent out. How about this one? Votes being counted after the deadline. Say it isn't so. In Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court ruled on September 17th that election officials could accept all mail-in ballots, including absentee ballots, up to three days after the November 3rd election. However, on November 6th, the Supreme Court of the United States Justice Samuel Alito ordered Pennsylvania election officials to segregate the ballots that arrived after the election. Because he knows it's false. You can't do that. It's against the law. Any reasonable thinking person can see that Justice Alito knows that making that decision is a legal problem for Pennsylvania. Here's another one. Poll watchers obstructed in more detail. Let me get into this obstruction issue of poll workers in a little more detail. In some cases, ballots were handled in rooms that poll watchers had no access to. So you're a poll watcher, and they got back rooms that they're handling ballots, touching ballots, doing stuff with ballots, and nobody has access to no, the, the poll watchers are not observing that. That's illegal. Others were denied access even though they had proper credentials to have access. They were just simply said, no, you can't come in. They intimidated them. They bullied them. They did all kinds of stuff to try to scare them. Rudy Giuliani said that uh, in Pennsylvania, there were 682,000 ballots. 682,000 were entered without any Republicans being able to observe them. 682,000. Any reasonable thinking person knows the fix is in. Votes were cast for people that had moved out of that state. Of course, by comparing data from the National Change of Address database, Matt Brainerd and his team identified hundreds of thousands of people in the six battleground contested states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, Arizona, Wisconsin, Nevada, that had moved out of that state, yet they still had voted in that state. Georgia had 138,221 people who no longer lived in Georgia, but they voted in Georgia. Amazing. Any reasonable thinking person knows that's fraud. By the way, they also took their P.O. boxes and they listed them as their home addresses. And in fact, a thousand people in Georgia voted trying to disguise their P.O. box as a suite number or an apartment number. Okay? Reasonable thinking people know that's fraud. Yet again, there are no Democrats with any integrity com coming out against this tactic. Here's another one. Unusually low ballot rejection rate. Benjamin Overholt, who's an expert in applied statistics and research methods at the University of Northern Colorado, says that, listen to this, 
0.15% of the ballots were rejected in 2020 compared to 0.28%, which is pretty much double in 2016. So in 2016, they had double the amount of rejection rate that they had in 2020. Are you telling me that all of a sudden, all these people became so much smarter in how to vote and 50% less people voted incorrectly in 2020. They became so smart all of a sudden. Amazing. Reasonable thinking people know that did not happen. Here's another one. Georgia video showing ballots under the table. All of you hopefully by now have seen this. If not, wake up, get out there. It's all over online. Poll watchers were told to leave in Georgia. Once they left, they continued counting. The Democrats stayed, and they were pulling suitcases filled with ballots from under a table. And then they tell us, don't believe your lying eyes, especially all of you reasonable thinking people who are watching this on video of these people taking ballots from underneath a table once all the people are gone. Let's count these up. Let's count these up. Now let's look a little bit about the electronic voting machines. Number one, they're very, very easy to manipulate. Alex Halderman is a professor of computer science at the University of Michigan. He testified before Congress in June of 2017. Guys, listen to this. In 2000, that's three and a half years ago, about how easy it can be to manipulate computerized voting machines. He found that he could reprogram the machines to invisibly cause any candidate he wanted to to win. And we're using these for our voting. Is anybody out there that who's reasonable in the way that they think okay with that? Here's another one. These voting machines have Venezuelan ties. One of the voting machines used in the U.S. Smartmatic uh, as of 2005 was, uh, five was owned by a Venezuelan investor, according to the Wall Street Journal. In 2006, the New York Times reported they were linked to leftist Venezuelan government of Hugo Chavez. It is unclear who owns Smartmatic today because they're keeping it very hard to find out who actually owns Smartmatic today. Is that troubling at all to any of you reasonable thinking people that we're using voting machines with these problems? I know it's not to the Democrats because they want us to be like Venezuela. (laughs) Yes, you do. And if you don't, you are simply ignorant of what's really going on and the coup that they're trying to take place here. Here's another problem. There's built-in vulnerabilities with these voting machines. They produce by Dominion. They have built-in settings that allow for manual alterations. Options include giving different weights to votes belonging to different candidates. For example, a Biden vote might get a 1.25% of a vote, and a Trump vote maybe only gets 75% of a vote. And when you can change every vote and give it a different weighting, instead of all votes getting one, if one of the votes... Trump gets 0.75 or less, and ballot get, and Biden gets over one, like 1.25, one and a half. Huge problems. It can be done with those machines. It also allows for ballots to be scanned multiple times and for votes to, to be removed. It makes them vulnerable to manipulation. How is that sitting with all of you reasonable thinking people? Are you okay with that? By the way, Sworn affidavits on all of this stuff. This is what's going through the courts. It's going to take some time. This election will be overturned, okay? 
No employee oversight is another problem. According to a cybersecurity expert under sworn affidavit in Georgia, said Dominion employees were the only ones with knowledge or access to the servers. So nobody could actually watch what they were doing because nobody knew how those servers worked. Nobody, nobody knew what was going on. A major concern. If integrity of election is the goal, that's a major concern that these people outside, this, we have to trust that they're going to do the right thing? No, that's not how elections work. You have multiple eyes on everything so that everybody knows everything was above board. Any reasonable thinking person can see the problem. Where are the Dems? Why are they not concerned? Here's another one. Servers are not hardened. Hardening a server drastically reduces its vulnerability. I can continue now? Why did we stop? Servers in many of these places were not hardened. What does that mean? Okay. A cyber expert in Georgia said any reasonable person knows that you have to harden. That means get rid of all the potential problems that can exist. They didn't do it. Okay. Here's another one. Hacking risks in these voting machines. A cyber expert in Georgia, again, observed that computers used to process votes had home, small business, companion software packages installed on them. One of the first procedures of hardening is to remove those game icons and associated software, okay? Any reasonable person that can think reasonably would have a problem with that, okay? Here's another problem. They had outdated operating systems on them. A cyber expert in Georgia under sworn affidavit said that the Windows system of the main computer connected to the Dominion voting system has not been updated for over four years and carries a wide range of vulnerabilities, which is why they always update computers because they become vulnerable to hackers. So they got to update all the time because they got to be ahead of these guys. So they can be on top of making sure that they're not easy to hack. Any reasonable thinking person that is concerned would understand that. Broken certification process is another problem. The Federal Election Assistance Commission is responsible for the certification of all voting machines used in the United States. The agency is so small that in 2017, senators sent a letter to the EAC raising concerns that the agency employs only, listen to this, only one full-time staff person who is dedicated to overseeing the certification process of the entire election. Any reasonable thinking person knows that's a problem, that you only have one full-time employee that does that. Here's another one. USB sticks were plugged into machines. In Pennsylvania, a poll observer, Greg Stenstrom, under sworn affidavit, said he personally observed on many occasions USB cards being uploaded to the voting machines by the voting machine supervisor who was not being observed and was not part of the process. He just came in, nobody's observing him, put in these USB cards, downloaded information, uploaded information, did whatever he had to do, not being watched. Are you a reasonable thinking person that is now concerned? If you're not, you're corrupt and you're okay with it, okay? Here's another problem. These machines were connected to the internet. An IT contractor for Dominion Voting Systems who worked at the TCF Center in Michigan and a former state senator who was a poll watcher and poll challenger both said in a sworn affidavit that voting machines used for the election on November 3rd were connected to the internet. Connected to the internet? There's zero reason for those things to be connected to the internet. Creates massive problems with fraud. 
Of course, Dominion has denied that its machines are connected to the Internet. All that will come out. Is there any reasonable thinking person still listening to me right now? So for all of you that say there's no evidence, there it is. I gave you 28 examples of election fraud. And every single day, more comes out. Every day, more comes out. So today, there'll be more that comes out. Tomorrow, there'll be more that comes out that we don't know about. All kinds of stuff. Every single day keeps coming out. There are thousands of sworn affidavits about this. You've got to remember that. There's plenty more to come. Every single day, we learn more. Are you okay with all this, Americans? I know the patriots aren't. Our republic depends on you not being okay with what's going on. We must stand up. We must speak up. We must be heard. This is a coup. You're watching it right before your lying eyes. That's right. We have actually, you're seeing it happen on video. And what do they do? Oh, no, that's not what was happening. It was something else. So your lying eyes were lying to you. That's what they want you to believe. Okay? Here's another thing I want you to do. I want you to stop listening to the media. All my friends go, I've been watching this, and they're just talking. Stop listening to them. They're all on the same team, including most of what you're watching on Fox News. Even they're compromised. Tons of great online media sources are now available and credible. The days of getting your information from newscasts like ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, all that, Fox News Network, all of that is over. They are garbage. They are all on the same team. They are trying to switch this country into something that it was never intended to be. We were never intended to be a communist, Marxist, socialist country filled with a bunch of crazies. It's never worked anywhere. These are godless people. And many people who are out there who, who are like on the fence because they don't know what's going on. All this corruption right in front of their faces. There's only a few on TV. Newsmax, OAN, uh, the One America Network uh, are currently okay. But who knows for how long? Here's the thing. They're not going to silence 80 million patriots because 80 million people voted for President Donald Trump. 80 million, the largest in history. I would say five, six, seven, eight, maybe even 10 million people that Biden got credit for didn't really happen. Listen, listen, come here, you reasonable thinking people. Is it even reasonable in any way, shape, or form to think that Joe Hyden Biden, who would not even campaign, who was hiding in his house, got more votes than President Obama, the chosen one? Does that make sense to you at all? But yet he did? Really? It, does, it doesn't like raise concerns for you that something here was, was amiss? And folks, these are just the six states we're talking about. We haven't even looked at the other 44 states and how much fraud was taking place there. We don't even know to try to make it look good. We don't even know about that. Why? Because we've got to deal with what's in front of us, which is saving the election. And these are the six states that we have to fight for. And this is where the most fraud was going on. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to share this video with everybody. All the people out there. Why? Because it's ammunition for them to go out and send to their friends who say there's no election fraud. There's no election fraud. All you got to do is put this video in their face. 
keep putting it in their face. And for all those people who are on the fence, who've been listening to the news about what's going on, they need to see this video as well. Millions of people are still getting all of their news from the mainstream media, and they think and believe this election is over, and there was no fraud. They hear about it, but they don't believe it's happening. Oh, boy, is it happening. It's happening in a big-time way. I believe many people are more afraid. Here's, listen carefully. Many people out there are more afraid of what will happen in our streets if and when the election goes Trump than they are about election integrity. They're so concerned. Oh, they're going to burn our streets up. They're going to go crazy. Listen, this is war against our republic from a Marxist socialist communist who call themselves Democrats. That's what this is. We must stand up now. We will never accept a Biden presidency. It will not happen, ever. As patriots, we cannot sit silently while this election heist is taking place. Many people in the government, they're not your friend. They're actively undermining the Constitution and your values, and they need to be stopped. We, the people, need to step up against this communist takeover that's overreaching. By the way, they work for us, but yet they act like we work for them. They're telling us to get in line and obey. How dare they? Trump is doing all that he can. We must support him now more than ever. Get plugged into rallies locally. Anything that's happening, go online, find out what you can do to show support. This is a huge deal that's going on right now. By the way, nobody knows, I don't care what they tell you, what God is up to in all of this. I don't know, but here's what I do know. God is in control. What will happen is what God will allow to happen. The question is, will you be held in account for being silent through it all and sitting back and not speaking up and not standing up for what is so obvious right in front of you? I just showed it to you. Some of you for the first time are seeing some of this fraud. You can go online. It's everywhere. If you're truly interested in the truth, if you're not, stay ignorant. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a lot.